0: Welcome to the Valentine's Day special episode of The Short Drift. Wherever there's water, there's a story. Whether it's discovering the places that dreams are made of, or losing the catch of a lifetime, there's always something to be said about a fishing trip. We're not only making casts. We're making memories. All told, this is The Short Drift. the short drift. This is the Valentine's Day episode. Going to be doing something slightly different this time around. Going to be more of a normal podcast where we're just kind of sitting back and uh, jiving, talking. Going to have a very special guest on this show. I have three loves in my life, basically. Of course, fishing is first. And uh, i got two lovely ladies in my life, my daughter Eliza and my new fiance Lauren. And she's going to be on the show today. Hi. <laughs> And we're basically just gonna be telling our fishing stories and uh, talking about fishing trips we've be on, uh, have been on, and all the times when I've basically taken Lauren out and smacked her on their little booty and skunked her. So that's pretty much how our uh, fishing 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 goes, isn't it, babe? Yeah. All right. Anyway, so before we got together, had you uh, had you ever been fishing before? Had you ever caught any fish?
1: No, I've never. No. Never
0: caught any fish. Well, I'd caught a few in my life, actually. When I was a late teen, probably 18 or 19, I got into bass fishing pretty hard for a while, me and my friend Travis, but uh, we didn't have a, we hardly had a car and we definitely didn't have a boat, so it was a lot of bank fishing, but we were super into it for a while and then I guess I went years, I did the music thing for a while, rode freight trains for a while, uh, became a raft guide, did all kinds of random stuff and I've finally settled down And I guess about a year and a half, two years ago or so, I, I really started digging in hard to fish, and, and uh, yeah, and now that's what I do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so that's pretty much where I'm at. Uh, so you've never caught any fish before?
1: No, yeah, I have. I remember going to this little condo beach resort in Panama City with my family, and we bought these cheap little Walmart rods, mm. and you could fish in their little man-made pond, and... They were just so dinky little, I don't know, sunfish, I guess. But we caught a bunch of those. But I don't know. They were just, it was so stocked. I would, definitely wouldn't consider that.
0: So it was fresh uh, freshwater in Florida or saltwater? I
1: think it was freshwater. All
0: right, cool. Well, I know our first fishing trip was a salt trip, and we kind of fell into it by chance. Um, my dad's a bit of a... I guess you could say, sorry, dad, a bit of a sucker sometimes. And some of you guys may be familiar with the Blue Green Resorts promotions. They're always haggling you, the uh, salespeople at Bass Pro, <laughs> 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 trying to get you to do that, uh, sign up and do stuff. Well, they got my dad one day, offered him, you know, a 50 or or $100 Bass Pro gift card and um, a stay in St. Augustine, Florida in their resort. So he didn't want to go, and he passed it along to Lauren and I. So uh, we actually planned like two months in advance. We were going to St. Augustine and uh, going to be... Saved
1: up a lot. Yeah, going (laughs) to be
0: hanging out and just living it up at this resort. You know, just already got our tennis gear and all that stuff. Fancy suits, new tennis shoes to play. I got a gold chain (laughs) (laughs) to play tennis in. Uh, I think Lauren got a bracelet. Yeah. But anyway. Never had one. So we traveled all the way down there and uh, obviously it's a scam. We knew it was deep down in our heart of hearts that it was going to be a scam.
1: We got there and they <laughs> wouldn't even let me in the room because I didn't share their last name.
0: Yeah, that's right. They weren't even going to let her stay with us. Uh, they were finally had, we'd worked something out, and yeah, I think they were possibly going to let me stay, but they weren't going to let her stay. I don't know. It was a weird story. So
1: we found an Airbnb instead, yeah. right on the
0: beach. It was yeah, a it stone's was throw new, uh, north. I think it might be called North Beach or North Shore or something like that in Saint Augustine. So, yeah, really cool Airbnb saved the day. I think we slept in a Walmart parking lot in Lauren's Lauren's little uh, Toyota Yaris the night before. So we were already tired and cranky, and they denied us at the the counter after months of planning and travel. And uh, we were kind of bummed. Found the Airbnb, and I think we were there for like an hour. And um, I started Googling fishing charters, and uh, it turns out it was like Red Snapper weekend or something like that. We wanted to go offshore and take a boat trip offshore and stuff like that but it was it wasn't a red snapper is that what it was babe i don't remember it was a red something definitely wasn't redfish but anyway so uh all that was booked and uh, i literally called everyone checked every web page all that crap and um and eventually found a kayak charter service um action kayak adventures bart swab st augustine florida and I think that turned out to be the move, truthfully. Don't you, babe?
1: It was pretty great, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it I'm would glad have, we did that. Yeah, it would have been fun and all to go offshore and be on a boat. But uh, it was definitely a way more intimate experience just having Lauren and I and then Bart guiding us. Um, I called call Bart. call Action Kayak Adventures. It's like 6, 7 p.m. or so. Maybe even 8. It's kind of late. Didn't expect anyone to answer. And he answered. It was one of those moments where I didn't know what to say and I had to look down at my phone to see who I'd called because I'd forgotten who I called uh-huh. because it rang so long. But anyway, he answered the phone. And I was like, wow, I didn't really expect you to answer.
1: It was pretty late.
0: Yeah, and um, so I was like, well, hey, we're we're trying to go fishing. And he's like, well, when do you want to go? I was like, now, like as soon as we, as soon as we can. <laughs> and he's like, well, I can do this for you and that blah, blah, blah. You know, you want a half hour? You want to, I mean, you want a half day? You want a whole day?
1: I think we um, opted for a half day, right?
0: um i don't remember i don't remember actually i know we ended up, yeah did it was we? a half day it was a half
1: day it was yeah. A half
0: day. maybe mm-hmm. it was a half day that time so we did the four-hour trip and it was just i mean i can't um actually can't recommend bart as a fishing guide enough it was like the most laid back trip in the world we showed up to the ramp
1: i don't even um, think i had my fishing license yet i was buying oh, yeah. it in the car <laughs> yeah. as he was unloading boats
0: yeah and so, so, of course, we stopped at the convenience store on the way and got a bunch of junk food. And Lauren got some beer. I think she was drinking by 10 a.m. Yeah. And um, so we show up to the ramp. And there's this uh, fishy-looking dude, Bart, where it's, like, still dark, basically. He's already got his sun hat on and everything. He's ready to go. And, um, you know, we show up. He's like, hey, I'm Bart. And we introduce ourselves. And uh, I think... I think on the phone the night before, I told him that we were whitewater people already, and yeah. we knew how to paddle, and he was like, well, that's good, so we're going to go ahead and, you know, kind of have a hard day and work yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, well, good. So we show up, and, you know, of course, he's got to give us a, a bit of a spiel and a rundown because, you know, liability. So we go through all that stuff. He hooks us up with the PFDs and uh, shows us, you know, our, our rigging, and uh, we just— start paddling and i think lauren caught her first fish we were
1: it was within yeah
0: we were I still in a within 50 100 yards of the ramp yeah. actually Super it was fast. a a croaker so i don't know if you guys have some of some of my listeners ever heard of a croaker but you pull it out and it starts making like bullfrog sounds and it's par- pretty cool apparently it's a good eating fish um i don't eat fish lauren doesn't eat meat but she does eat fish so we did keep some fish for the trip and uh Yeah, Bart hooked it up.
1: It was great. It was so much fun. Actually,
0: it took me a while to finally catch one on that trip, and I caught a decent red. I feel like it was maybe that trip, but yeah. And uh, Lauren Lauren wrecked them pretty good that day. I did. I
1: caught the most fish. Yeah. I won't stop saying (laughs) that. I caught the most fish.
0: Yeah, well, that was just beginner's luck.
1: Our second trip with him, I caught the most fish, too.
0: What was it, maybe a month and a half later or so, we were back in Florida again. Seeing Bart one more time. Uh took a buddy of mine down or my buddy of mine met me down for your there. Birthday. It was my birthday trip. And we did the eight hour day and uh, gar- uh Bart, you know, managed three of us all day long.
1: And I caught the most fish.
0: Well, I caught the biggest fish. I caught a <laughs> I cut a twenty seven inch trout, so it's quality. Sea trout. That was good. And right yeah, on the spook, uh, first thing in the morning. Of course we were spin fishing down there. And uh Lauren was using bait. That's the only reason she catches. I not on all of
1: them.
0: Yeah, no, she was. Our second trip down, she was working some uh, some arties, but that was good stuff. That so
1: exciting, yeah.
0: Wow, I those took were some good trips. For him. Yeah, took some pictures. Uh, Bart's uh, kind of well known throughout the
1: kayaking community. kayak angler
0: community, so did some promotional photo stuff for him. I think think maybe Warner used one of the photos. I Think so. So yeah. It was,
1: yeah, the ones that—oh, when we got to the—we drifted down this, like, lake that was kind of in the middle of this island. It was, like, an, a lake. I, I don't know. Anyway, so we get to the takeout, and he, he's like, you want to keep some of them? So he, like— this
0: the first trip or the second trip? Both of them. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he knew the we were first keeping trip, them. That.
1: Yeah, the first trip, he, like, pulls out this— cutting board and his fillet knife and he fillets the fish right there for us like it was just so cool to see him do that and he was like he like packaged them and he like recommended this incredible restaurant that we took him to and he told us to tell him that bart sent us and oh that was the best blackened fish i've ever eaten i
0: did try the fish i mean it tastes all right i just can never get through an entire piece of fish it's kind of tough for me.
1: I ate it all. I know.
0: <laughs> and you took a box home and kept eating it. Yeah. Go back to the Airbnb anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, the Airbnb wasn't bad. It was just a tiny little studio place. It was a little group of, well, it was a big house at one point, but turned into a bunch of little condos, Airbnb, I guess. yeah, yeah. Condos. That was good. So, yeah, second salt trip, more of the same. We did the eight-hour trip uh sean was with us and we everyone wrecked them all day actually we all caught fish all day lauren mm-hmm. did probably catch the most but i definitely caught the biggest one
1: <laughs> whatever
0: so that was our salt trip those were definitely good times and i really want to get back down actually i had a trip booked um i guess late last year it's february 2020 now but something came up don't really remember but i definitely uh, had to call Bart back and cancel that all right, well, uh, now it's a year later on Valentine's Day. Again, I don't think we're going to be doing much this year, though. Lauren has a broken arm, and it's just kind of where we're at. But I do recall last year's Valentine's Day, we went fishing, and uh, I think our gifts were fishing themed gifts, too. They were, yeah. yeah. I remember I got you a spinning rod from Bass Pro, and I think you got me a, uh, I always forget the name, a, par- a, a, stakeout, a, yeah, a pole. stakeout pole. I always call them parking poles. Maybe there is a parking pole, too. Anyway, he got me the stakeout pole, and uh, that's for kayak fishing to kind of hold you guys in place, anyone that's not familiar. So, good gift.
1: I'm so thoughtful. I
0: know. It was a very, very <laughs> thoughtful gift. And I got her a fishing rod, and we went out and fished, and she threw the Ned rig and got bites, but could, I was learning. couldn't make it happen, couldn't connect. No. Anyway, yeah. I
1: kept getting frustrated because you kept catching all the fish, and I was ready to leave.
0: And then we started playing last cast. Yeah, Yeah. Except- every,
1: every last <laughs> cast you caught a fish.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. All right. And then, yeah, actually that very spot I went back a few weeks later with my, caught my very first fish on the fly rod. I don't even remember. I think I might have been using a clouser minnow or something, but you weren't there. But um, yeah. I caught a catfish. It was my first fish on the fly rod, everyone. So a very, mm. very proud moment in my life. And so summer came along, and I took more of an interest in fly fishing because um, the rafting outpost I was working at is the Lower Ocoee, butts up to our property, so I would go down there almost every day and fish a little bit, and I started catching them real good and kind of got bored with it on the spinning rod, and I was like, I'm going to bring that fly rod down here and see what I can shake up. And uh, Still caught them really good and kind of got addicted to it, and we had a Grand Canyon trip coming up.
1: Oh you missed so, Perch Fest.
0: Oh yeah, Perch Fest. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was early early raft season. It was like late March or Yeah, it
1: was pretty early. early. April. It was, it was still
0: cold, yeah. Uh that was me and old Johnny Cle- me and you and old Johnny Cleveland yeah. and Caleb. Yeah. It was fun. That was a good one. Yeah. We uh, basically just went back there and I think we got there kinda late afternoon the first day. Did we fish the first day? We did. We, we did still fish went the first yeah, day. we got there late. Set camp days, kinda we fished late. Two days. And still had enough time to go out and like catch like 30, 30 keeper size. You know, like ten inch. All of them are at least ten inch. Uh... We
1: basically went out there to catch dinner. Yeah, we did not. We did not pack food. No, did they didn't. Some, and
0: they didn't. That sounds like a lot of fish, and they they definitely ate the fish. I it mean, was good. Um,
1: you were. That was you too much I've... of a chore,
0: though. I, I was. I, I'm not the best at filleting in the world anyway, and I'm pretty sure our fillet knife was pretty dull at the time. And uh, yeah, so I've I was having a chore over there, and I think we tagged out eventually. I know Cleveland cleaned a couple. I think I cleaned. you cleaned a couple.
1: Yeah, a lot. I cleaned a lot.
0: And uh, yeah, but that was a uh, that was a chore, and we were frying it all up on my little Coleman stove. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we made it. That was a fun trip, though. Oh, and I think all
1: we brought out there was like two
0: some cans of beans. I think. So,
1: well, I was going to talk about the cases of beer we brought oh, yeah. <laughs> that we finished, and a bottle of whiskey. It and was a good
0: night. Played some, uh, played some acoustic music the next morning. Yeah. yeah. that was good. Went out, and I don't remember if it was the first day or the second day when we were fishing. Lauren caught, like, hooked up, like, eight times in a row, I think. It was good. It was good. All perch. This is a little old lake um, near the Okoe. and it's just, like, chock full of perch. It's hard not to. If you're not catching them, you need to move. If you're trying to catch them and you aren't, you need to move because they're in there. They're there. there big ones actually the state record came out of there so if you're there's your hint if you want to uh want to look that one up so yeah and uh no fly fish in that trail I th- Caleb tried to fly fish actually and he was uh it was late it was kind of late afternoonish and he was a little hammered at that point because
1: it was funny because he cause likes
0: to do that but yeah
1: he was, uh, he was on a paddle us
0: up on a stand-up <laughs> paddle board and these old-timers come through and like are just like kind of I don't remember if they were just trolling along or paddling because a lot of people don't even bother with a motor back there. But anyway, finally, after watching him for about 10 <laughs> minutes, dude gets close enough and he's like, first time on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> and Caleb's like, yes, sir. How'd you tell? <laughs> and then just like Texas voice. But uh, it was funny.
1: <laughs> that was a really fun
0: trip. That was a fun trip. But yeah, so got into fly fishing uh, on the Lower Coe. basically is where I guess you would almost say cut my teeth. if Not really. But I uh, started learning how to fly fish a little bit. I'm still cutting my teeth. but And so Grand Canyon. Um, there are a lot of firsts out there, actually. Yeah. I caught my first. I don't know if my first trout in general came there or just my first brown trout. But uh, Lauren caught her first trout there, her first fish, fish on the fly rod out there.
1: That was exciting.
0: Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hear that.
1: Oh, okay. I don't remember, I still can't remember what day it was, what beach we were at. But anyways, it, we had just gotten into the beach and we hadn't even unpacked or settled in and Dustin was fishing off in this, it was a giant eddy pool and I'm going to talk about Kylan. She was taking eddy laps in this, on this like air pad that she had rented from our outfitters. And so I see her going in big circles and I was like, oh, this looks like a perfect place to kind of fish. And. I'm um, watching Dustin, and I'm like trying to kind of find a spot that he would fish. So I did, and I cast maybe like three or four times, and on the fourth cast, I got a huge hit. Mm. Yeah, I think I was using a San Juan worm that I got from the hatch. Yeah, the purple, they had just purple opened one, tungsten. Yeah, yeah, they had just opened, so we went up there and like picked out a few San Juan worms. But anyways, it was great because I um I had no one by me, and so I didn't have a net because Dustin had it. I didn't have pliers to get the hook out. I, I mean, I had nothing. Mm. I had my I had my fly rod and my hands. Mm. So I'm like reeling it in and I'm like yelling at them to bring me a net. And no one brought one.
0: It and looked then, like a good size uh, fish from the bend in your rod, actually. It
1: was. It was a big fish. I mean, it had to be at least, God, mm-hmm. it had a to be. A
0: good 12-inch release. at least? I mean, it was
1: pretty big. It yeah. was big. But I pulled it in and maybe like. It was a
0: four-weight mm-hmm. rod, by the way, y'all.
1: It was, like, less than a foot from my hands, and then it just blew off. It just wiggled off the That's
0: how that happened to me out there, too.
1: That was really liberating.
0: Yeah, I I spent a lot of time spin fishing out there. I didn't think I got my fly rod out until, like, four days in, maybe, or something like that. Um, Basically, we both brought four weights because... We didn't have gear like a sinking fly line or heavy rods to fish the Colorado River. And we had intended on fishing tributaries with four weights, except it's August in the Grand Canyon. And a lot of the tributaries are dry. and uh, Or or we just didn't hike back to fish, you know. Those areas. To those areas, because other people, you know, we're not the only. I was on a fishing trip slash rafting trip. Everyone else was on a rafting trip slash fishing trip. (laughs) So... (laughs) Cause a few people fished a little, well, no, not really just three, but anyway, I spent a lot of time, uh, spend fishing cause we didn't have sink tip lines and heavy stuff to get down in the, the Colorado, you know, it's pretty deep and really, really powerful. So a lot of trout magnets with a split shot going on and uh, a lot of,
1: I think if I knew how to throw, how to cast a little bit better, I would have used mine more. Your My fly, fly rod? rod? Yeah. But using I s-
0: well, well, Once we got down to like Nankaweep area, I don't remember what day that is. I was, we were, that's, I think that's where you were fishing your fly rod. Maybe it was. I, you pro- I don't think you started That was Nankaweep,
1: yeah. yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, that's where I finally pulled mine out. And God, it's just really hard not to catch them there. It's sad to say, it makes you want to think like you're doing something right a lot of times. But I think those, just <laughs> <so> <laughs> those fish just, uh, <laughs> they just bite.
1: It was fun though. But when we got down to Silver Grotto camp... That yeah. was bug camp. That was when I was catching them, like.
0: Yeah, I remember standing on the back of the raft, like looking over, like these. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was like eight casts in a row. I was pulling trout, and they weren't. They were pretty decent sized. Yeah. And then our friend Kylan came over, and she's like, "Hey, I want to learn how to fish." So I handed her my fly She'd rod. She'd never caught one. A, never,
0: a fish no. in, in, At all.
1: Yeah. So I handed her the rod and. Like, I'll remind you that I was catching them cast after cast. And Dustin's just like his jaws on the floor because he's like, why am I not catching anything? We're using the same bait.
0: Standing 30 feet apart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And she takes my rod and she casts it. And I think it was like the first or second cast. Maybe she had started pulling him in back to back and he was just losing it. I could see his eyes getting red.
0: Yeah. That's also the spot where I lost my best shot of the trip.
1: I don't know. You did catch a big fish there, though. Yeah. It was a monster. Um, but I don't know if it was that big daddy that you were looking for.
0: No. Probably never is. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. And then, let's see. So, yeah, that, that was our canyon trip. Basically, lots of good fishing down there. Um, we went in August, so we battled dirty water a lot. Um yeah. We would go to sleep and then wake up and the water would be brown and... We already knew that by the time I think what is it sixty miles in you get down to the where the Colorado River or the Little Colorado spills into the Colorado yeah. and, and then it's usually guaranteed mud that time of year. It
1: looks like yuho water. Yeah,
0: definitely. But miserable. No, it was fun and scary and it was I'll unbearable. never forget
1: Silver Grotto though. That bug camp was just.
0: And we're kind of getting off fishing here and <laughs> talk about it for a second, but our meat cooler spoil. Okay, oh, now God. what started first? And here's the thing. Both coolers that spoiled were in rafts that flipped, but um, on day eight by day eight our vegetables were going south and starting to spoil. It was day so hot. 10 they were gone and our meat I think was done on day 15 on a 21 day trip, maybe 16 or so. Yeah. So our last few days we spent without uh, food or veg or you know protein Everything or was vegetables. vegetarian yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Rice beans. Rice beans. canned things.
0: All right, so you know, I don't know how many fishing trips we've been on together since then. Um, that was August 19. Let's see. I know we went to Teleco a while back. Was there anything before that?
1: I can't remember. Yeah. Maybe a few one-dayers,
0: yeah. outers. But Teleco was a memorable experience, I think.
1: That was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Teleco was fun. Um, wasn't that the first, like, stream trout I'd caught?
0: Yeah, outside of the Grand Canyon and like, pressured water. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: really good. It made me feel good about my technique, even though it was still crap.
0: It was good. She even had an audience. That old man had wandered up. And was oh, like, it scared like, the crap some, out of me. She's getting some good drift.
1: <laughs> we were just in this little, like, pool of water behind where, right behind where we camped, so we could literally wake up, make a pot of coffee, and...
0: Like, like fish while, it's, <laughs> while, the, while the percolator's working.
1: Yeah, it was so good, and... Dustin was fishing there and then I think I asked him if I could fish in that hole even though like you know if you cast too many times you're supposed to move and I just wanted to practice my technique and this guy I just knew someone was watching me it was this old man right there just watching (laughs) me like he had hiked down from I guess his camping spot or from the road or Uh, something he was just parked up there but I was getting a few drifts in and all of a sudden I got I got a I hooked up, and yeah. it was great. And the, like Dustin was, I mean, he, I was a little downstream. He was a little downstream, and this old man comes up to me. He's like, I was like, hey, do you have a net? <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe some pliers, because <laughs> again, I didn't have any.
0: You do now. Yeah,
1: I do. Yeah, Dustin outfitted me for Christmas. So, yeah, I I just he usually me and Dustin will fish together. So I'll just use his stuff, but. He had, I didn't intend on catching anything, but I'm so glad this old man was there and he was like, Oh, that's a really good catch, and like you did a great job and telling me my technique looked great and I knew it didn't. But.
0: Yeah, then you hooked you you stuck old Lunk Dad for a minute. You thought you were hung on the bottom, but I did. yeah, then like me and the old man were watching her and you just saw this I mean, these were uh rainbows, but this was definitely a big silver flash. But it uh,
1: was awesome. I d I don't think I even reeled that one in, did I?
0: No, you lost him. You yeah. lost him. He came it up and off. he came up and shook it and flashed away. He didn't breach the water, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, that it was, was a good fun stuff.
1: camping trip. It was like cold too that week and then the and raining and then the two or three days that we went out there. Oh my gosh, I was working for like I think Three or four weeks straight. I had Yeah, barely this was any time like off. your
0: uh it might have even been longer than that. This was that was the heat of your my busy season, yeah. I think. And uh yeah. And she and was I, like, I just want to go and get away and fish. And I was like, Hey, okay, <laughs> let's, let's go. I
1: was like, I really just wanted to go camping. Yeah. And well, we drank. We did. we
0: did we actually didn't fish that much. We drove up and down and bopped around a little bit here and there, but we also it's had fun. our dog with us. Yeah. And she's a handful.
1: She's I drank a, diva. a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, no, we don't, don't a, sound bad. Oh, no, like that, but I actually I don't think I even got a buzz all weekend. No,
1: but. I wanted to just kind of cut loose and enjoy the camping and fish um, some. Uh, and let's
0: see, we watched Good Burger. Oh yeah, in the tent.
1: That's right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, wholesome fun.
0: Wholesome fun. <laughs> and now, her fishing career is on hiatus for her broken arm. Yeah. I think another well.
1: I might be able to fish I yeah, think yeah some... well
0: yeah, another two weeks you might be able to you know strip one in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, all right, well, yeah, so basically, I think that's all of our major fishing trips, and uh I know we got a big one planned, like I mentioned, Lawrence, my fiance now we went ahead and decided to get engaged uh kind of over as cliche as it is over the holidays, <laughs> <laughs> but So we actually have our honeymoon is going to be not fully fishing oriented, but we're going to do some cool fishing. We're actually just going to take a big road trip. And uh, I know one of our stops is definitely we're going to go fish with Chuck Reagan. Yeah. And I think we're just going to hit up some uh, national parks. And uh, Lauren wanted to stop in and get massages at places, I think. Oh,
1: so cliche, but so worth it.
0: Maybe see some vineyards. Definitely uh, not going to the Grand Canyon, because <laughs> it's going to be summertime again. So, yeah. I can't
1: wait. I'm excited.
0: March 20... May 22nd? Yeah. May 22nd, 2021. Good long engagement.
1: Plenty of time to plan and save for our trip.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Viewers can donate if they like yeah. to our honeymoon. We're
0: going to start a honeymoon page. Maybe mm-hmm. we should start that. Didn't you say a... Engagement websites are a well, thing no, now. Like,
1: yeah, they are a thing. They've been a thing for a while, but there's this thing called Honey Fund
0: yeah, where you can that. go
1: fund people's honeymoons. Right,
0: so maybe the wedding gift's still a thing. I don't know.
1: Yeah. You're not getting fishing gifts for wedding gifts, though.
0: Yeah, as long as I'm getting gifts. That's what really counts. I guess. <laughs> yeah. What else? Is there anything else?
1: I don't know. You tried to get me into fly tying for a little while.
0: Oh, actually, we got into fly tying because you were going to be the fly tire.
1: Yeah, and then you took to it better than I did.
0: Yeah, old buddy Scooter. He uh, hooked it up because he knew Lauren's... Uh, I told him Lauren was artsy-fartsy and, <laughs> and wanted to start tying flies, and he put her together, a little uh, fly tying kit, enough to tie a few buggers, and I think he may have threw a few extra things in there, and a janky old uh, vice, the jaws hardly stay <laughs> shut on. <laughs> I actually got to where I was ribbing a, or rigging a. I don't remember what it was. I was rigging something around it to help it stay tight. But Lauren got me a new vice for Christmas.
1: Yeah, it's a nice one. And
0: so I'm good. And so, yeah, now I tie. Well, I haven't tied in a couple of weeks. Definitely haven't tied since I started the podcast.
1: Or since I broke my arm.
0: Yeah, you haven't tied since then for sure.
1: You do a good job, though.
0: Oh, uh, there's. A, I just tried to tie practical flies. Oh,
1: yours look better than some. Mine are
0: just a wee wee fly (laughs) out there. Obviously, you've seen them. You're on the same fly groups I'm on. So there's some works of art out there. That's why we thought you were going to be so good at it. Oh, just
1: didn't take to it.
0: Didn't take to it. She thought she was going to, too. I thought she was going to. She tied a couple, tied two or three. And then, like, the first two I tried to tie, maybe even more than that, I remember just getting, like, Super frustrated because I sucked so bad. I couldn't even wind the thread around the. Couldn't start. Couldn't start the thread. (laughs) We
1: were so frustrated. I I did take to it pretty well actually. I it wasn't that hard. I watched some videos and I was just I guess because my hands are smaller and I I mean it's easier for me to just hang on to all the small elements. But when Dustin tried to tie one, these
0: Tony Robbins hands.
1: He just, I mean, kept breaking threads, dropping things, forgetting things. Yeah. He untied and retied the same hooks like four or five times, I think. Yeah. It was pretty funny.
0: And now I get the uh, post-fly, fly-tying kit, which they've been slacking. I'm just going to go ahead and say that.
1: They okay. haven't sent them per schedule.
0: Well, yeah, so the new one should ship on the 5th. They're supposed to ship mine on the 15th, and like the— the Christmas box, which I can understand being late, came after New Year's, mm-hmm. which I feel like it maybe should have come a few days after Christmas would have been acceptable. It was due before Christmas, and let's see what else. Let's see, my January box got here on like the twenty ninth or something. Uh-huh. It was stupid. So,
1: waiting. For I'm this impressed one.
0: with the contents. I'm just not impressed with the uh,
1: timeliness. Yeah, the
0: delivery service. So yeah, that's about it. We're going to get married and go on a honeymoon, go fishing. But it's create, not all going to uh, be about you. Oh, uh, I know. No. It's your honeymoon. I'm just there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: have to get a new car first.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like uh, for two people, the, uh, the old Yaris would be a pretty good little road tripper. It's great on gas. Oh, that's another great little. we got to throw this in. We had four grown adults. <laughs> With all of their Grand Canyon gear, minus our beer, minus our beer. No Sarah way had we some beer. Well, yeah, actually, <laughs> I'm not sure why, but Sarah did bring 230 packs.
1: Because the alcohol content is higher here That's right. than it is when you go out west. Um. So she brought like four cases of um, what was it called? It's that.
0: It's so one of the one of the Bud Light specialty sweet drinks things, right? Yeah, and then lemonade. Else. Oh, Limeritas. I no. wasn't
1: Limerita. but anyways, she so something she, like that. They were like twenty four packs. <laughs> yeah,
0: and of course you got a lot more, but um.
1: And we didn't just have like a duffel bag of gear. Uh, the we girls
0: had. Uh, rode. The girls rode in the back of the car for most of the trip, and I drove. Darby rode shotgun, and they had bags on top of them, like. We could hardly see out the windows. We uh, bought a roof. Well, she had a roof rack on the car. Right? We bought a basket just for this trip, for the top of the car, loaded to the gill. We also had a hitch, like a hitch rack back there.
1: Yeah, basket. And uh, back that there. thing
0: was loaded down with Paco pads and watershed bags and PFDs, um, PFDs and helmets. helmets. It was just crazy. So silly and, and like just. We probably looked like the circus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and let me remind you, this is a two door hatchback. Yeah, a bunch so... <laughs> of long,
0: long haired, hairy dudes up front, and uh, these two little tiny girls just look like children in the back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it made it. Yeah, it and it was really cheap on gas. Actually,
0: I think. Like yeah, it was um, round trip or each way was it like five, like five or six tanks each way, maybe. Yeah,
1: and my tanks only like forty dollars to fill up. Yeah. No, twenty. 40, sorry, yeah. twenty dollars fill up.
0: That was crazy. That was was super cheap on gas. Split three ways, basically.
1: Yeah, it was great. That was a lot of fun.
0: All right, well, with all that in mind, I think we should probably drive on out of here, huh?
1: Yeah, let's wrap it up.
0: Yeah. You still got to cook dinner, so. Uh, You're cooking. It's your night. (laughs) All right, guys, that's the short (laughs) trip. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying The Short Drift, please consider leaving a rating and review. If you'd like to support the growth and improvement of the podcast, you can pledge a monetary donation to our Kickstarter campaign at www.kickstarter.com/projects/the-short-drift-podcast, or log on to Kickstarter and search The Short Drift. You can find links to both in the description. I'm your host, Dustin Welch, saying thanks again for listening. This is the short drift.